Hey, Narlin. Hey, mate. You know that free gift that we're handing out with every 10% off order on gin using the code PODCRAWL? Oh, that one from that small independent Cornish gin company? Do you think people are going to want to receive a Gareth? I I think when the first person receives their Gareth, the rest will follow. I just worry it's going to be a bit too much to send in the post. It'll be worth it, and it can see itself in through the door. Oh, it could. Good point. That's PODCRAWL for 10% off and a free gift at checkout. Gareth not included. You know you want it. <laughs> you sleepy sausage what's going on nothing nothing actually <laughs> i was i was i thought you'd given up asking me this anyway no that's... i just want to be polite and as usual i've been shot down like the heisenberg blimp just absolutely taken back to earth what's going on go nothing you couldn't yeah, sound nothing. more depressed mate could you i mean to be honest in this is true now all i've been doing was it the other week or something i was doing something trying to fix a door in don't know, so it's your yeah, life. Yeah, it was all, it was... <laughs> today I was just stripping paint off a door. That's all I did today. To be honest, yeah. I'm not. I wish I was joking, but I'm not. I'm not young like you guys nowadays. You know, I wasn't 14 when Facebook yeah. started. No, that was a good time, right? You had to pretend you were 16 so you could get on it. It's good times. Free and tight. Yeah, those great times. Uh, <laughs> those were the life. The first step into identity theft. <laughs> Oh, I'm going to be edgy and use Michael Jackson's my profile picture. Oh, those were the days. Oh, put, him on a, put him on a bicycle. It's called Cycle Jackson. Oh, <laughs> oh it's going to be that, that rebellious lifestyle. How are you, Chris? What have you been up to? Me? Not, not much. Not much. Went out in the van. That was thrilling. Nice. The joys of the North Circular. Oh, I know what you're wondering. Did I see Wembley IKEA? I fucking well did. Lovely, lovely Good. view. Lovely view. Um, that's about it. Nothing to report. Oh, went to Turnham Green. Kept an eye out for James mm. O'Brien because he lives near there. Didn't see him. What were you dr- delivering? What uh, were you dropping tea. off? Dropping off tea. You know, it's like, Actual tea. Yeah, yeah. Doing the old, the old tea drink delivery. Back in the old yeah. tea run. I think so you're doing olives. No, why would I do olives? Olives was back in the day. I got made redundant from olives. It's a tea game now, boy. Come on. I am like a sort of turn of the century pirate. It's either tea. Spices of the Orient or olives, all right? It's going to be one of those three. Just, just don't worry about it. Yeah. Do I need to feel on edge now? You just said that you're a colonizer. <laughs> no, no, keep those words shit. were not used. Those words were not used, all right? Just because you don't have a flag, okay? Don't worry. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look in my cupboards. If my sugar's gone, I know who's gone. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, sort of bring in this week's guest. It is a big one today. Um, we've got Chris, the founder of. G&T, tea distilled gin from Cornwall on. Hey, Chris, how's it going? It's good, welcome guys. Chris. How are you? Good, we are well, mate. Good. Good. Excellent. Thanks yeah. for having me on. Hey, you're welcome. No worries, Anytime. We're, we're excited. Yeah, we're very excited. Yeah. Welcome. This is when you regret all your brand affiliation with this podcast now. This is... Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> this yeah. is what destroys any hopes and dreams you may have had. <laughs> yeah, just uh, blank, out that, blank out the company name, just in case. <laughs> <laughs> where all the lawsuits came from fantastic (laughs) (laughs) i do well the way this works we get every guest to do their three favorite pubs they can be pubs bars clubs areas on the street where you like to drink don't mind literally anywhere it can be as far away as devon or as close as home to new zealand really not fun (laughs) anyway so i feel we should go straight in with it so chris your third favorite place Grab a drink. So third favourite place is close by to me down here in Cornwall. Um, and it's a, it's just a proper homely pub. It's fantastic food, really nice drinks, great staff, great location. And it's one of those pubs that's been there forever. Everyone knows it in one of its uh, past connotations. But not long ago, uh, a few new people took over it. Um, and it's just a really great place. So that's called the Norway Inn. And that's down here mm. in Cornwall near Falmouth. But Norway yeah, just Inn. a really great spot. Yeah. And through lockdown, they've been doing home delivery pub grub. Like within minutes, you get an absolute proper pub grub delivered to your door. It's been it's been a godsend. Nice. Nice. <laughs> nice. I love to know that's how many it. people they're getting as customers. Just that chef there just fucking ready to go. Just waiting. 
absolutely. Some days I spend days in the pub. Because there's 50 people on the phone. (laughs) Some days, 50 fish and chips. Other days, none. (laughs) You just never know. (laughs) (laughs) Just always prepped. Yeah. Yeah, he got a spatula in his pocket. Always. Wherever he goes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) See this painter? If it rings, I mean it down in Norway. I love that. It's an unusual name for a pub as well, the Norway. Like, Vikings making an effort? What, what do we make of uh, that Well, there's, there was none in there when I was last in there. But um, <laughs> No, to be honest, I don't know where the origin comes from, but it's been there. It's probably been there 1,900 years as the Norway Inn. Whoa. Yeah, there's a lot of history to it, and it's been it's been through a lot of different owners and stuff like that. But, yeah, the new people that have got it have just made it amazing. Yeah, it's fantastic. Always stop off there. Sick. How long is it? How long has it been the Norway Inn? Did, has it changed names since since you've been around? Yeah, it was the no, Sweden. No, it's been they the Norway, colonized like, it. Yes, like for 1900 years, it's been the Norway. Yeah. Is it coastal? Because, like, if I think of Cornish pubs, I think of wooden floors, I think of fucking smuggling, and I think of a man who shat himself in. <laughs> I didn't know you were local. <laughs> <laughs> I should explain. We don't think the Cornish population shit themselves. Last last episode, um, someone was in a Cornish pub drinking, and a guy in like fisherman's breeches got up and sawed himself. So really? that is, yeah, there is no, there is no, there is no, no slander on the people of Cornwall. That's purely just in my head now. Every just pub has that one yeah. guy. Yeah, old That's fucking shitty breeches. Dave. The fisherman breach is waterproof. Well, yeah, um, I guess that's what it's like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's just hell there. She didn't think about waterproofing them on the inside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what I imagine. That guy. A Cornish pub, just, yeah, wooden floor, yeah, and probably a smuggler's hatch. But, so it's but, it's got a wooden floor, but no, it's, it's inland. It's near Falmouth, so it's not far from the coast. But it, yeah, it is inland. Mm, Dave. Yeah, oh, but it's a good place. Nice. Good place. Nice. And, and do they what? stock your gin? There we they go. They do, of course. Okay, good. We're going to be checking <laughs> this on all your pubs. Yeah. <laughs> Head us in the post for that one. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> His top three pubs are just whoever takes the most deliveries on his express yeah, bridge. No, you actually not stock it, I promise. Yeah. Oh, shit. Do you want to change your mind on them? Anyway? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Actually, is it a bit like, you know how they always, I don't know if this is true, but my you always heard that rumour as a kid, like, oh, if you work in a chocolate factory, you can have as much chocolate as you want, and then you don't want to have chocolate anymore. Is that what it's like working at a gin distillery? I'd refer you to the film Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory, and you've got well, your so own you answer employ, there. Also, you employ dwarves <laughs> and midgets for slave labour. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Just yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 just eat carrying a juniper berry as they run across the thing and then the kids come for the factory talk you are all over 18 aren't you yeah. yes right that's all we need to hear do the little song it takes six <laughs> long to push a cork in a bottle they're like fucking <laughs> 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 brilliant <laughs> Ever since COVID, no one's had to fill out an incident form. No, they absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> put the incident form a bit higher than they can reach. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I don't know. Like, yeah, I think, do you say, what, what drink you having at the Norway Inn? Because I'm, like, making bad assumptions that it's going to be gin. Is is it gin that you're ordering? Not in there, no. You've got to go with tribute in there. It's a proper, oh, a proper old national pub. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. got to be done. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Good man. Find yeah. a trip. Like the weird. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, ah. I've been I've been watching... Um, Who's that chef who lives in Cornwall? He cooks fish. Rick Stein. Yeah, I've been watching... Is it Rick Stein? Yeah, going around Cornwall at the moment. Yes. There's a show on BBC. Yeah, one of those and episodes was at my distillery. Was it? I haven't yeah. seen that one yet. <laughs> okay, okay, how much money are you seven. making on this side this. hustle? <laughs> I'm good at this plug, you know? <laughs> I haven't I'm seen that episode yet. I'm going to have to get a account for this. It's getting ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. I can even, even give you a theme tune. Um, but, <laughs> but I am... Um, I, I never realised that Doom Bar, because I like Doom Bar as a drink as well, yeah. but Doom Bar's a place. It's like yes, a, it is, yeah. a bit of sea bit. Yeah. Imagine him as a fucking letting agent. Hello, welcome to a bit of sea bit. 
<laughs> Your Majesty, we've discovered a new world. Yeah, these are the sea bit. <laughs> yeah. What but is this? Is it a dangerous sea bit? I don't know. Yeah. They didn't realize that. that is, All I know is he went to this bit and he was like, oh, here we are at the Doom Bar. And he didn't explain why it's called the Doom Bar, which is a good name. But yeah. Sea bit should be a name for a new gin, mate. Oh, yeah, yeah absolutely. Have a bit of sea bit. That's C-bit. good. <laughs> there's, there's people who are short sighted looking at it thinking, why is that gin called Sea Biscuit after a horse? <laughs> <laughs> Bollocks! I think it's true, but it might not be. <laughs> Doombar, they used fish scales because vegans can't drink it. Don't know, to be honest. Yeah, well, that's, that's, it's... Uh, that's bollocks to me as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <not> a clue. <laughs> there you go. Doombar, it's Doom... bollocks. Our Chris, our Chris, not not Chris who who's a guest. Our Chris, <laughs> so do you think they did it so that vegans wouldn't drink it? <laughs> It's what you're accusing them of. Oh, there are a load of so. bastards going, I don't Doing care. You're alienating your market. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't care. I don't care. I don't like them. <laughs> I'm playing fish scales in. <laughs> Someone just fucked up with people going up to Excuse me, it's a do you know what? No, it's not. It's got fish scales in it. And sometimes God, it's got like to dip it into that sea brain. But someone will bring one out with soya fish scales on it. <laughs> <laughs> Corner the market, they will. Yeah. <laughs> and it'll be Rick Stein. He's always with the fish, isn't he? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Fucking amazing. Yeah. Not quite sea bits. <laughs> I like it, the choice of trip. That's, that's made me very happy. Very happy. Mm. The sad thing is, it, do you know what? Those two beers are a prime example. They are just not the same from the supermarket, are they? Just not. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it needs awesome. to be poured. It needs to be poured out in a pint. Mm. IPAs are the same. In a in a, uh, it sounds like the Norway Inn sounds like a perfect winter pub. Yes, yes. Is Big fire kind of one end. Yeah, it's perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it is it small as well? Uh, yes, it's got lots of little sort of rickety rooms to it and things like that. Yeah, it's got that really sort of old farmhouse feel to it. Yeah, great. Nice, nice. Any ghost stories? Not that I'm aware of. No. Mm. <laughs> I wonder. I am wondering why. It, can you find out why it's called the Norway Inn, Chris? Yeah. Next time you're in, you don't have to. You don't have to tell us. You said I'll get just find out. Now. That, yeah, yeah. yeah. Find out why it's called. I'm just intrigued because it's it's not even near Norway, is it? You know, of all the English coastline, no. it's sort of the furthest away from it's Norway. Almost, it's quite ironic how Chris's intro was the opposite, so now Norway Inn is almost directly opposite. Do you know what I mean? We've got, no. we've got the Jamaica <laughs> in as well, haven't you, at Land's End? No, the Jamaica in's in Bodmin, right oh, in the middle of the moor. Yeah. There we go again. Hmm. More, more nonsensical geographic nonsense from our friends in the southwest. So maybe there's a... <laughs> yeah. but, wouldn't, but wouldn't that part point towards Jamaica? What, Bodmin? No. Yeah, yeah. Wouldn't, it, wouldn't it? <laughs> what? No. Which direction does Cornwall point? No, I mean, if, it's, if you're going at the UK, you've got that weird foot after you're holding the pig that is Wales. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and you've got the weird leg thing. Where does that point to across the Atlantic? Disneyland. Mm. <laughs> Disneyland. 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 Jamaica. No. <laughs> I just see a load of like pissed travellers getting together, like, well, tell them we're going exploring. We're going all <laughs> over the world. Where are you off tomorrow? Jamaica. The next day, Norway. Just fucking. Just like a pub crawl. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen you in years, Mitch. Yeah, I've seen many things, my love. Many things. <laughs> <laughs> Discovered many worlds on this part of the land. Are you, are you not Barbie far? You're world, Poundland. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. So you're not too far from Bodmin, then, I'm guessing, as well. No, about probably 15, 20 minutes. Do you find that Tales of the Bodmin Beast and increased alcohol consumption go hand in hand? Absolutely, 100%. Yeah, absolutely. What the hell is the Bodmin and Beast? And dependent on the volume of alcohol consumption, somebody's normally playing the role of the beast just running <laughs> across the field somewhere. Jesus. <laughs> yes. What? Elaborate, elaborate. On the hunt, on the the hunt for City Dave. <laughs> <laughs> That's not our captain who sold his breeches, is it? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'll, I'll, let, I'll let Chris describe to you, Nolan, what the, what the Bodmin Beast is alleged to be. So the Bodmin Beast, basically, Bodmin is a moor, um, and yeah. allegedly there's a, a, like a big cat, like a panther, that lives there. And every now and then right. there'll, be, there'll be the odd sheep's carcass and stuff like that, and it's a big resurgence of the myth of the bo- Beast of Bodmin. 
every now and then someone will take up a close-up picture of their cat and claim they've seen it <laughs> and stuff like that. But <laughs> there's no actual evidence as yet. That's fair enough. I mean, that's... We've got a similar one in Hatfield, but it's not... The fucking beast. The Hatfield cats. The Hatfield no, cats. Cat. <laughs> it's worse. They just get, it's the Hatfield panther. That's what it is. So it's not as scary as intimidating as the Bodmin beast. <laughs> That's quite good. Who would win the fight, though, between the beast oh, and the panther? I was, I was at once saw the beast of Bodmin Moor. You're like, did you fuck? You're 76. There's no way you looked at the beast of Bodmin Moor and the beast went, right, and fucked off back into the... Back into the heaven. There's no way. Like, no, you, you looked at the beast and it went, happy anniversary, love. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you always heard the beast tells the beast just about half an hour before pub closed. Just yeah. when everyone is that level of pissed where my bullshit is stronger than yours. You're like, oh, yes. It's just to give you something to do on the stagger home. Where is it? I've seen it. <laughs> Hundred <laughs> percent. It's got it's got the scent for fish scales, like. Yeah. <laughs> Dracken, well, the Norway Inn with its fireplaces, wooden floors, its pint of trib, and keep an eye out for the beast on your way home. It's our third favourite pub. Grab a drink. So yes, second favourite, sir. Second favourite. We're going down to the near the Barbican in Plymouth, and it's um, a little, not very well known place called Club Twenty Seven. It's run by the epitome of soul, a guy called Franz. He's just cool. <laughs> you just look at him and say, "You're cool." Everything he says <laughs> is cool. He's just one of those guys, and he's created it. Basically, it's just a red door on the high street, so you knock and get let in. Um, and he's just created oh, cool. this amazing little cornucopia of music memorabilia and it's mixed with a speakeasy. It's just got such a good vibe about it. Nice. nice. Probably holds probably holds 50, 60 people at the most as yeah. well. So when, once you're in, you're in. That's it. And if you if you don't get in, tough. Because <laughs> nobody <laughs> else is moving. <laughs> yeah. Is is there anyone playing music there? Like, like soul singers? No, not at all. No. He always has an amazing oh, okay, soundtrack on. But yeah, if you put a band in yeah. there, it'd half the capacity. <laughs> <laughs> There are any tables, love? Nah, <laughs> fans playing. <laughs> We've had like all sorts of people um, mention places like this in like Soho in like, central London. Yeah. I was like, how did you find this place? And they're like, oh, you get get taken somewhere like this. Yeah. So, so yeah, how absolutely. did you yeah. first come across Club 27? Uh, through a friend of mine, actually. Um, a girl that I work with called Jade. She's part of the gym team as well. Um, and she knows the guy really, really well. So I turned up because we were filming like some gin tastings there. Um, ready for our launch back in October. And um, I turned up, couldn't find it. It's that discreet. I was lost. I had directions. I had a picture of the door. Still couldn't find it. <laughs> Jesus. And you wow. driving the wrong way up a one-way street, like, following this sat-nav. My Google's just spinning round and round. But eventually found it, and it was well worth the wait. <laughs> he got out his compass, the only pony point that he seeked. <laughs> it was like, ah. <laughs> Just had to like stick his head out of the window and listen to the tune. Yeah. <laughs> You'll find your way. The vibe. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Subtle bass on the air to <laughs> Yeah. The bass and cigarette smoke. That's all he needed. <laughs> I want to know more about Franz as well instinctively. So many questions. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm guessing Franz is, uh, Franz is German. I'm going to put it out there. No. Um, uh, from London. Cockney. Is he? <laughs> Oh, yeah. sick. Oh, so he might have been Francis. No, yeah, no, no, no. F-R-A-N-Z. That's it. Wow. Just end of. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know if he's got a surname. It's how he introduces himself. <laughs> F-R-A-N-Z. End of. <laughs> well, just to, just to sum him up. So, well, like I say, we were filming a little gin tasting, which was part of our launch thing that we did on like YouTube. Um, and he tried one of the gins and he just looked straight down the camera and went, that that is nice. I could get white involved in that. <laughs> <laughs> and we used that as a trail for launching the gin because it was just. I mean, you couldn't get a better. <laughs> right involved in that. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. What's uh, what's Franz got? What's he serving? What's behind the bar? So he does. There's nothing on draft. So that might that might upset some of your listeners, but. Um, but he's got a lot of weird and wonderful sort of world beers and lagers. But mainly, I, if I go in there, I'm normally on the gin. And no, he doesn't stock my gin. It's not a shameless plug. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Yet. Come on, Franz. Yeah, because yeah, he's closed. Yeah. yeah. 
he's shown interest very modestly <laughs> by the sounds of it. Yeah, this is why you didn't make number one, Club yeah. 27. Yeah. <laughs> you could have been at the dizzy heights, but no, you let me down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're just a man with a red door. Yeah. <laughs> if I can find it again, yeah. yeah. <laughs> We were, you talked about it before, me and a, a previous guest on this podcast, uh, Mr. Conor Reese, King of Wales. Um, we, uh, in Plymouth, we come across some mystery juice shit. It, it, have you seen that? Uh, I guess in, it's not in Club 27, but like not quite rum and not quite what I call Freddo's Revenge, which is like fluorescent green alcohol and drink a pint of it and you die. Um, right. <laughs> not to be confused with antifreeze, but the same sort of shit. And yeah. it was like a rum thing and, and it was a pound. And it was like, you knew it was a pound because someone had sellotaped some paper on that said pound. And we saw, and we saw naively, you know, when you had a couple of fights, you're like, fucking, we're having one of them. And we're like, what is he? He's like, don't know, barman makes it. <laughs> right. And I'm convinced. Well, and I said, so, you know, to people that study in Plymouth, I said, what's this? But uh, yeah, yeah, that's a Plymouth thing. That's a Jenner thing. It is Jenner. Jenner's? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's a Jenner thing. I'm like, Fuck, and I wondered if you've come across the mystery drinks. I am very pleased to say I have not come across that. <laughs> but it's got a one pound sticker selling it to it, and it's allegedly yeah. alcohol. No. Yeah. <laughs> it it should just say me. desperate on the bottle. <laughs> it did terrify me, I have to say, because to this day, I don't know what was in it. To this day, just barman makes it. Okay, right, good. <laughs> The way you describe it's the kind of shit that could like look like it'd be made inside Club Twenty Seven if it wasn't a club. Yeah, yeah maybe. Yeah, like <laughs> just walk through a red door. And there's just a, a bathtub and a fucking <laughs> fringe just there. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, yeah your, your, your first day. <laughs> yeah, have a bit of this and you get right involved. Yeah. <laughs> your first day at your new job. Right, well, the whole solar turns getting at ten o'clock. He'll bring in the Guinness and you just put that in the uh, put that in beyond the bar restock the fridge and then at 11 o'clock here's a map it's a red door ask for Franz you'll see him there in a <laughs> gloves mixing furiously fill up this vat and when you're done sort of tape a pound to it they'll know what to do yeah. <laughs> like, oh and you're going to need this gas mask for the fumes yeah. <laughs> you'll also need and this cat wait outside for Chris Adams to come past and he'll buy the vat don't worry <laughs> yeah that's it now whatever you do do not look Franz directly in the eyes do not yeah. do it <laughs> <laughs> he can't. He's always got shades on. He just. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's it. I'm not even sure he's got eyes. <laughs> <laughs> this guy just gets cooler and cooler. Just cool, yeah. Just, just nothing. <laughs> What's the maddest shit you've seen then in, in Club Twenty Seven on a night? Um, I wouldn't say it's mad shit, but just uh, it always gets to the point where there's someone dancing on at least one table, and probably two or three times I've seen them fall off the table. Obviously, inevitably. <laughs> One yeah, the tabletop actually went with her, so that was quite spectacular. <laughs> oh, did it like like flip and knock her on the head? Yeah. Or no, like... no, it wasn't quite a big enough table, but <laughs> it did go with one. Fucking hell. <laughs> Fran's just there like, I'm playing that. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> Entertainment, <laughs> salted. <laughs> <laughs> See that? Looked like an accident, didn't it? Yes, it did. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> she didn't have a pant. She only had nine. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask a sort of rude question, perhaps. If if your gin's not available, what what gin are you looking for? Because I Ooh. would go off. Yeah, I'm always looking for the cheap and cheerful. I'm scum. Um, but <laughs> as a guy that as a guy that Same. knows his gin, like what is it? If if yeah, you you've got a menu, you've got a selection. What what? Feel you free go? not to answer this question, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> I'm more yeah, concerned that if... what's the gin you drink. Yeah. I'm, I'm more just concerned that if that's slower. what he says about quality gin. The the samples I've sent him would be wearing his aftershave. <laughs> <laughs> the samples were banging. I'm just gonna put that out there. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm sipping it on mine now, and it's very tasty. <laughs> Cream tea is where it's at. That's the future. Great. Absolutely. <laughs> well, um, probably, probably just Hendrix. I'm a big fan of Hendrix, and it's always available. So it's one of those. If you get into too much of a, an obscure gin, then you can't find it half the places you go. So you're, then you're always disappointed. So yeah. Hendrix is Hendrix is nice enough, but it's always on a back bar somewhere. So I can always get it. Mm. Nice. And how do you drink it? Do you just drink it straight? with his mouth? With Oh. Yeah. yeah, just pour it all just over myself. Snorts it. Snorts <laughs> it. In, in what friends would have wanted. Yeah. <laughs> just plug myself into the distillery and I'm off. Yeah. Um, just with tonic. 
nice yeah. and simple tonic. Yeah, I'm, okay. I'm not. A, this might be controversial as well, but I'm not a fan of all these fever tree tonics with all the different yes. flavors and stuff. Keep it simple, and whatever you're mixing it with should be the flavor that you're getting. Nice. Yeah. I'll be in trouble Definitely now, but... <laughs> Fever Tree will be sending their men down there. Yeah. Yeah. They'll be there. They'll be outside the now, they're, they're on it. Yeah. We'll just be there, don't mix it with this gin. Any yeah. other gin. Yeah, yeah Fever Tree do not recommend. Yeah. <laughs> well, there we have it. Norway in, Club 27. Time for the big boy, the big kahuna. Yes. Favourite place in the whole world, grab a drink. So, well, it's a favourite place, but it's actually four different places, but they're all run by the same people, so it counts as one, I think. Uh, it's Fogs in London. Mr Fogs. Oh, fucking <laughs> oh. banging choice, son. Yes. So they, they've got probably, I think, six or seven now, but there's, there's four of them that are my absolute favourites, which is the Tavern, the Gin Parlour, um, the Dockside, and, and especially Society of Exploration. I just love everything about Mr. Fogs. I'm a big fan of steampunk and all that kind of stuff. And you'll have seen on the gin labels. We've got it all in the gin labels as well. That's yeah. the Mayfair one, Society of Exploration. Yes. No, no, Covent Garden Society of Exploration. Cool. Cool. I'll let you yeah, explain just to cool. the listeners what, what they're all about because they're sick. I have never been. Have you not? Oh, you need to go no, in your no, life. No, no. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So it's just, I mean, if, you, if you're familiar with the term steampunk, they are the epitome of it. But basically, it's all... It's just just an amazement for the eyes, basically. Wherever you look, there's something going on, be it walls of flowers to suddenly the cycles are hanging from the ceiling with the wheels spinning and the lights are on. Some of the bar pumps are like cogs and things like that. It's just, it's like you've basically raided a junkyard and built your <laughs> ideal bar, basically. It's just steampunk. It's just amazing. I don't know how to describe it. It's just fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's pretty much I mean, even the waiters, they don't have trays. They have old leather-bound books that they carry the drinks on and stuff like that. It's just hmm. every little detail. Right. I don't think I've ever been to one of these. No, well, yeah, there's, there's about seven. I think they've even got maybe some accommodation now as well, like a hotel thing as well. Yeah, you don't but sleep yeah, on a bed, just... you sleep on a, a chest of drawers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or like in a bathtub. Or in a wicker basket, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have you two been? I've been, right, I've been to the Mayfair one once. Yeah. yeah. No, I've never been. And they're called Fogs. Yeah. After the Around the World in 80 Days, if I'm not wrong, as in Phileas Fogg. In the Explorer. Yeah, there is that. Yeah, absolutely. That's where Mr. That, Fogs That's where they're yeah. called Fogs. And it's yeah. all the stuff he's collected is all around the walls and it's sick. Yeah. And what are the drinks there? Are they just gin or other drinks? They don't call them drinks. They're called libations. Uh, it's like WD40 <laughs> crude oil. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a full on experience from the second you walk in. <laughs> but it's, yeah. it's, all, it's all very high end spirits and things like that. But every mm. single person that works there, you know, you'll often go in a bar and there's one person that can make cocktails and the other just put orange juice with vodka mm. and call it a cocktail these yeah. guys they're all these guys and girls they're all absolutely shit out of what they do, do you know what i mean you could just name a spirit and they'll go away and create your perfect cocktail without knowing anything about you they'll just look you up and down and come back with your favorite the best drink for you it sounds like the kind of place where you could name a cocktail like an obscure cocktail and they'll be like yeah oh, yeah. You know that. yeah no worries i've done 10 of them already today yeah absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah exactly um yes the yeti is toe from the appalachian mountains if i'm not mistaken i had one of those yes. since, oh, what was it 2003 yes it's <laughs> 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 a bloody good choice i'm told tonight it's cool and and it's where um have you seen the the jewels video Nali, where they pick up their penny farthings that's where that yes. starts outside there oh yeah. okay yeah. yeah 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 that's their base camp right Hmm? Yeah, yeah, you'll have always seen, so you'll recognise an image of one of their doors, which is just covered in flowers, it just bows out, and everyone inside them knows that, but they don't necessarily know it's one of the Fogs venues, but yeah, it's, it's just awesome, everything about it. Chris gets the award for the place that I can actually visit once lockdown's ended, and I want to go there as soon as it ends. Absolutely. Well, so. well, make a nice of it, there's seven of them, <laughs> just travel around the wall. <laughs> just travel around, yeah, exactly, and if we... If we manage to steal a penny farthing at the end of it, then yeah. we've done something right. <laughs> I think by the time you get to bar six, you've earned a penny farthing to get to bar seven. I think it's probably part <laughs> oh, of yeah. <laughs> If they play their cards right, because international traveling on the cards for a while, they could probably make a killing. Yeah, absolutely. Step through now into India, my dear boys. <laughs> <laughs> Just put you on an office chair and spin you around slowly for 80 minutes. <laughs> Round the world. <laughs> It's like they don't they don't order your taxis at the bar, they just order your hot air balloons and come pick you up from outside. <laughs> Good luck, old bean. See you in the summer, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. See you in the summer. Watch out for that westerly wind. 
Oh, evil brother Bethesda. Fucking off, you rapscallion. Bethesda in the toilets again. Get out from there. Stunning. How did you come across it the first time, Chris? Uh, just out on a night out. Just stumbled across the one in Covent Garden. Never even heard of it before. It is one of those things. If you know about it, you know about it. If you don't, you haven't heard about it. If you know what I mean? It's one of those things, like, almost like you're in the uh, loop. You love... You love steampunk, so what was your reaction like when you went? You were like, oh, fuck, like this is the place for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was absolutely amazing. Yeah, uh, yeah, well, and Dan used it as a great excuse that night not to buy any drinks because I was too busy looking around. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fair enough. <laughs> Clever. Good thinking. Yes. That's, that's and I can repeat that seven times now around <laughs> them all, so it's great. <laughs> it's like a little museum trip for him, <laughs> <Yeah>. isn't it? <laughs> so they made you cocktails, so is was it there or, or is there another example best cocktail you've ever had now I'll, I'll tell you mine give you some thinking time we were at a, at a trade show in olympia at the pub pub 19 trade show and we did these soft drinks and these guys went oh can we can we take a few for our bar and we're like yeah fucking whatever we don't care like no no we'll make we'll make cocktails out of your drinks and like you said nine times out of ten it's lemon squash vodka Cocktail. But that one yeah. time out of ten, when you get someone knows what they're doing, fuck, stunning. He uh, so called was professional. He had his own apron. He was French. He had a curly mustache, and I thought this is the world's most pretentious wanker. I thought what a tosser. <laughs> but the things he was doing, it was like alchemy. It was like a wizard that transported. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I, I can't fanboy enough over this bloke, and I've never seen him again. I still think to this day he was summoned using some old rune because he came on and, and he <laughs> made... just free your alcoholic mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm convinced. He <laughs> just rubbed the made... Carlsberg can three times and he appeared. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it was some poster that Chris fell in love with and was best friends with. Yeah, the reality is I'd be doing absinthe for ecstasy and was staring at a steampunk poster in Camden Market. Um, no, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and I just thought, what, what's awesome? Like, he's just so full of crap. But he presents us this drink, and my God, and and best cocktail I've ever had. Yet, yet to have it trumped. What yeah. was the cocktail? It was a yuzu and vodka cocktail for Ooh. a pound. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the guy works at Plymouth bus station. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah mate, drink this. Thank you, mysterious yeah. Frenchman. You're more fucked than I am. <laughs> yeah so yeah i think yeah i guess yeah your favorite your favorite ever cocktail i'll, I'll throw that to nala and gareth as well like do you have do you have one I, i'm not um, talking about good deals either. i'm not talking about that time i got fucked on the godfather and woo woo picture yeah. spoons. that's off the that's off the cards i'm talking classy lassies here Come yeah on. favorite cocktails any that are on two for one yeah <laughs> <laughs> Iguana! Yay! <laughs> Las Iguanas. I mean, like, I have to go to Las Iguanas because they're, they're, they're pina colada. I don't know what what, what cream they put in there, but it's so addictive. That's that's my favourite cocktail of all time. And it's on the two for one, so I will have to say the Las Iguanas pina colada. Yeah. Just the bang, it's just the banging pina colada, mate. Gareth's going to go with the first time he remembers rum being imported into the aisles. No, no. <laughs> I was going yeah. with... No, I always do Campari, orange juice and soda. That nice. shut everybody up, doesn't it? Everybody what? <laughs> what that is was... I don't like I don't do cocktails that often. I'm not, I I just get confused. Yeah, I spend my life confused. If, confused. if there's too many options, I just get Sorry, I, just... I thought my grandma must have cut in on the call. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. What's the other? Yeah, that's it. That's that's my I was just getting confused. He saw someone putting two drinks in one glass and just checked out emotionally. Just... <laughs> just shut, I I just, know. I don't know. He's still getting around the concept of squash. <laughs> yeah. There was oh, there is one I really like, but I can't remember what, what it is. It was in this Mexican restaurant. They used to do a really nice one, but I can't remember what it was. It was like spicy tomato juice. Some lager beer, Mexican beer, <laughs> and some fucking appetizer. He's long on the nice tea. You don't come to the no, barber and go, hello, can you reproduce uh, <laughs> me with spicy tomato juice and some lager, please? <laughs> What's the what's the expression? Oh, Somebody just mat- spill a pint on some nachos. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry, guys. I'm not as classy as you guys. But, uh, um, 
I did. I did have espresso <laughs> martinis. Are they called? Yeah, they were quite nice. Yeah. They were nice yeah. to get drunk on, but that's about it. I mean, yeah. To be honest, I'm not a very, um, very, very, um, very whatever. I can't, it's called, I can't get the, uh, the image of just soggy natchez <laughs> yeah, like lo- looming <laughs> over someone. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Delicious. Yeah. Stuck in a straw. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, should I still get a cloth? Bring me the straw. Yeah. <laughs> Bring me the straw. Yeah. So the bar, the bar's not been set high, mate. Fuck it out. I can't top that, but my favourite cocktail's a Negroni for sure. Absolutely. Oh, that's that's okay. Yeah, that's all right. Oh, he knows yeah, Negronis, Negronis now. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, he knows some Negronis. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Russian mules. I like. I forgot. I like Russian, Russian mules. mules as well. Mo- Moscow mule. Yeah, Russian mule. This is why I don't order cocktails. I just get random shit. <laughs> yeah. Narlin, what's your one then, Narlin? Mine was the Las Iguanas Pina Colada. Oh, yeah, yeah. <sighs> Oh, oh I, wish I, mule. I really wish I'd, I'd think of these things and prepare. I'm going to prepare my favourite drinks in everything. <laughs> just find the classiest name and just shoot you down with it. Um, <laughs> I want a Russian mule now. That that sounds that sounds Mo- like Moscow mule is cracking. That that is yeah. a family member. No, no, no I, I, I want. I want, I want the Russian mule. Oh, that's yes. the Russian mule is easy. That's um, vodka four times. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. yeah. That's just yeah. vodka and tears of an old granny. <laughs> yeah, vodka, vodka and babushka tear. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. babushka tears. That's the just, Russian mule. And then we just, we just do yeah. a sprinkling of capitalism over yeah. 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 communist yeah. repression. Yeah. Enjoy. Yeah. yeah. A sprinkle of service charge for you, madam. <laughs> <laughs> and just as you have your last sip, they run up and kick you in the balls. Nostrovnia. Good. Well, that, that's our verging topic. <laughs> we'll do our pub summary. So we've got the Norway in Cornwall. We've got Club 27 in Plymouth. Watch out for Franz. And then number one, it's the Fox Chain. So there oh. are pubs. Oh, hello. Yeah. There we go. Is there it okay go. to ask a gin-related question? Yeah. <laughs> are we holding off yet? I don't know. Chris, our Chris oh, holding face. Are we waiting for the end? Or are we no, I wonder what he owed about. I thought he'd been remembered. So Fog, and he'd have gone, oh, I knew Fog. I was with him on his voyage. No, because... <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember designed the balloon. <laughs> I remember one time in Greece, I got I was at this this exhibition and there was a free gin sponsorship and I was just drinking gin and tonics, just getting really pissed on it at the stage where they wouldn't give me any more until I walked a straight line and then they'd give me one. I think they were taking the piss. They just saw me as a knob and they were but Turns out they were the I police. <laughs> But yeah. <laughs> for the week after that, I didn't get bitten by a mosquito. And I'm not sure it was, it was because I was sweating so much with a hangover. <laughs> or is it true about the two elements in a gin and tonic uh, for mosquito bite? Uh, it's actually the quinine in the tonic that helps. It's nothing to do with the gin. Okay, not the juniper in the gin. No. Okay. So well, the juniper like... bush keeps mosquitoes away, but by the time it's been distilled, it doesn't have the right oils in it to keep the mosquitoes away. <laughs> okay, so it's just the it's just the the quinine in the in the tonic. Yeah, water. in the tonic. Yeah. Well, that's going to save me a load of money next time I'm on Absolutely. holiday. Absolutely, just cover <laughs> yourself in tonic. Yeah, yeah. yeah you, don't, you don't need to take shower gel, mate. No, just take a bottle of tonic. No suntan lotion, a bottle of tonic. Yeah, yeah. It'll, it'll hydrate me and cleanse me. That'd be <laughs> the most fucking old Indian thing in the world. It doesn't matter. I'll see you at 7 o'clock, wife. I'm just dousing myself in quinine. I'll see you at the turn of the hour. <laughs> 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 and then an hour later he comes running past with bees just <laughs> 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 oh, <yeah>. no mosquitoes <laughs> yeah just one mosquito following him What's, where are all these bees going yeah what are they doing oh that guy stinks yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay well that well answered my question that was a very good answer uh, if there's any any animators listening I want to fucking animate that bit of section please send it to us <laughs> I want to see that <laughs> in more like sorry, the cartoon. <laughs> so, uh, Chris, we've had all sorts of mad tales here. We've had someone that won the lottery and then spent his winnings on handing out drinks to everyone in the pub. We've had people doing cocaine with 
uh, Iggy Pop. We've had someone <laughs> be called a lanky cunt by Liam Gallagher. We've had all sorts of madness. Um, so what is your maddest pub story, pub <laughs> encounter, bar encounter, distilling encounter, your maddest tale or tales you've ever had? Right. <laughs> Well, I can't top any of those that you've just led up with. Thanks for oh, that. We'll see, we'll see, we'll see. We'll see yeah. <laughs> you, need to, you need to work on that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, basically, unless you've got pissed with a Pope, you're off. That's it. <laughs> and you had to get a snog in as well. With yeah, it. I was at this pool party with Michael Barrymore once. And... <laughs> <laughs> that was actually in the news this week, wasn't it? Anyway, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. What? Oh, uh, never Why mind. Do... You guys are too young for this. So, you know, carry on anyway, Chris. I know they found yeah. a dead man in Michael Barrymore's pool. I'm aware. I read the news. Okay, good. Yeah. In hey, 2001. News quiz. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, so you were at Michael Barrymore. <laughs> just went for a swim and. Oh, Me and Fred West had just finished a couple of tributes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And this bottle I found with a pound written on it. <laughs> uh, well, so, yeah, nothing as glamorous as that. Well, if that is glamorous, and nothing as good as the other stories. But um, we were, just before Christmas, we went out and did a lot of gin tastings because we just launched the gin in October. And um, I'm at this little tiny village shop in a place called Boss Castle, which is near Tintagel, where all the King Arthur and all that kind of malarkey. Um, and so um, we're doing Boss, all the gin yeah. sampling, just chatting to anyone that comes up about the gin. And I look up, and Dawn French is stood in front of me. I'm thinking, oh, hang on here. Somebody get a camera. This is it. This is the big time. And she just has the gin and just kind of walks off. I'm like, right, okay. <laughs> so I'm checking around, making sure I've seen that anybody else saw her. And then I look up, and there's only Gordon Ramsay stood there as well. <laughs> I'm thinking, like, I've hit. This is it now. This is the jackpot of, of the Cornish celebrities. This is it. Um, and then finally looks up about 10 minutes later and Rick Stein, we mentioned him earlier, he's <laughs> yeah. also trying the gin. I'm like, this is it, the trifecta. Done it. 10 minutes later, a minibus goes past and it's uh, a lookalikes company and they're on their way to do an event somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> they did you, man. <laughs> Luckily, I just put all the pictures on Facebook going, oh, look who I've given gin to. <laughs> Brenda from Wolverhampton. <laughs> oh, shit. That's they're not even a lookalike company. They're a bunch of like-minded individuals who went, we go to the right small businesses. <laughs> yeah. we, we can ride off that goodwill for free samples for years. <laughs> yeah, it turns out one of them is just a guy in a chef's outfit going, fuck, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. You're the one scaling a fish into a pint of trivia. Oh, that was good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're a vegan, drink it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but at no point did you bring go, oh, Dawn French, Gordon Ramsay, didn't know they lived in Cornwall. No, because I didn't French, know don't. they lived in Cornwall. They are like the trifecta mm. of celebrities to get oh, they, having they your do. products. Yeah, if you yeah. want yeah. yeah. If you watch this Rick Stein show, you'd know that. Yeah, uh, because of their houses. I, I haven't seen the episode oh. you're in, Chris. What episode are you in? Do you know? <clears throat> Seven, okay. That's probably my next one to see. Very good, very good. I'm <laughs> looking forward to it. How did you get on that episode? So I'm not on it. It's our distillery that's on it. So it's talking okay. about... Because at the distillery as well, there's um there's a... They make Avaldor vodka. I don't know if you've ever had it. it. It just got voted at the San Francisco Spirit Awards as the world's number one vodka. And it's made at the same distillery as where we do our gin. So they were nice. actually there talking about that. But it talks about all the gin and everything like that. So obviously off the yeah. back of it, quite a lot of people found out about us. And so, yeah, it had a really good effect for us, really. Nice. But yeah, so nice. I'd recommend finding that vodka. It's outstanding. Avaldor. It's, um, it's basically Cornish for potato. And it's a proper potato-based vodka. So on they are basically they grow the potatoes on the farm. It grows as a potato and leaves as a bottle of vodka. Everything happens in this one farm. Mm. Otherwise known as a Russian donkey, Gary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, darling. He works in the field, yeah. <laughs> the Cornish cow. <laughs> Chris, what's the what's the maddest shit like the like you know, like you said you were living in Manchester before you came to Cornwall, like they got some interesting characters in pubs there. Like people that <laughs> spend all day in the pub. I've always found them them sort of characters to be fascinating. So well, I well no, I don't know any of those, but I was um, I was maybe one of those fascinating people <laughs> in the pub because uh, when I Good. when I first arrived in Manchester, um, 
obviously to pay my way in uni and everything like that, I found myself working at a bar. Bar bar. Do you remember the chain? I don't know if they still exist. But um, basically, my job was to wander around on no. a Friday and Saturday night um, in a pair of shorts with bottles doing shots for people <laughs> around the bar. <laughs> Were the shorts, like, compulsory? Well, what, rather than no shorts, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Were they short shorts? Fairly short shorts. Yeah. <laughs> That's what sells. Yeah, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's what oh Without the shorts, I'm just a pisshead in a bar with a with a bottle. Not a shot. And a nice belt. Yeah. That'd be even better, that. I imagine Put the shorts on, you've got purpose. You're there for a reason. You <laughs> <laughs> just sat there enjoying your drink, some cat comes up to you, what a shot. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. Where go then? Right, bye bye. <laughs> where's the nice yeah, where's the other man? He's gone. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Cool. Right, so we have So actually before we before we move on from the weird story, if it was the real Gordon Ramsay and yeah. he had insulted your gin, what would you have done? Would you have decked him or cried? <laughs> No, I tell you, if Slash Gordon Ramsay insults something, you just lean into it. That's what you want, isn't it? For him to call you a yeah, fucking yeah, dick and true. throw something yeah. at you, you've Spread made it. Spread me, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Spread me in your hatred. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Gordon, can you, Gordon, can you throw that bottle again? But could you just turn the label towards the yeah. camera, yeah. please? <laughs> As you smash it on my head. Yeah. <laughs> just... Just imagine, just for laughs, if if you were one of those actual celebrities and just for a jolly you got on the minibus for a day. <laughs> but you could really could really fuck with people, couldn't you? Yeah. Wasn't there isn't there a famous story about is it Charlie Chaplin or somebody who entered yes, the Charlie Chaplin the competition? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's right, yeah, yeah he did. <laughs> Like I'd love that if you were if you were tour French, you'd say, "Look, I'm coming on and stuff." The lookalike bus today, we're doing the rounds. Because you didn't remarkably like Amy. Like, I do, don't I? Yeah, I do. Just cause a bit of anarchy, cause a bit of havoc. But ultimately, no, your name's never been tarnished. <laughs> yeah, ultimately. Because <laughs> everyone sees the bus and goes, "Oh, it's just the lookalike bit of a prick, wasn't she?" But it was you that did it all along, and he just undercover anarchy. <laughs> Great. <laughs> that also breaks the question: Why were there loads of lookalikes of people who actually live in that area? Were there? Is it like a sort of? There was some sort of event up in Tintagel that they were going to because we were tier oh. one at the time, so we were allowed to do oh. stuff. Okay. Are you sure it wasn't to avoid because they thought there was going to be a mass? Celebrity assassination program that going on be. that week. Absolutely, yeah. So they just filled it with lookalikes <laughs> to confuse all the Russian snipers. Well, everyone was kicking um, off at Gordon Ramsay at the time, weren't they? Because he'd come down to Cornwall to his holiday home during lockdown. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, yeah. It, could, it could be an assassination attempt. You never know. Yeah. Gareth, Gareth you need yeah. to stop asking fucking questions, right? Stop digging. You know, <laughs> like what you find. All right. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Yeah. No, thanks. It's fucking fever tree people will be knocking I was just going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> you just don't worry, knock we three it times. Out. It goes knock, we're, knock, knock. Don't worry, we're going to change <laughs> it. Knock, knock, knock. Fucking brilliant. Right, Chris, two more questions for you. We've got room at the last order in for two things your favourite ever bar snack. And your favourite ever drink, sir. So, without further ado, what bar snack are you choosing? So, I've got to do it because otherwise I get run out of the county. It's got to be a pasty's got to go on as a bar snack. Absolutely, 100%. Now, are we talking traditional Cornish? Are we talking dessert and meat in the same pasty? Or are we talking one of the. We're not, okay. Is that traditional? Are we talking petrol station Ginsters? No, we are not. <laughs> Hardcore <laughs> traditional Cornish steak pasty. But you've got to pick up with two hands. <laughs> nice, nice. None of this cocktail pasty crap they're doing these days. What's proper the... pasty? <laughs> yeah, what is the pudding? What's the one you mentioned, Chris? As you don't know, that's... so the miners—that's where it come from. When they was down the tin mines. Yeah, but what was the pudding? So it was apple custard. Yeah, like strudel, like apple. sweet. Like a strudel. Mm. One side okay. was your lunch, and then there was your dessert. And do you know why the pasties have got the the thick crust around one side? Is it for grippage? It's so the miners could hold it and eat it, so the coal on their fingers, they didn't have to eat it. They just threw the crust away. The crust wasn't never meant to be eaten. Oh. Ooh. They could, they could use it to mine as well. It was that hard. Yeah. <laughs> Couple <laughs> of days later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's why no miners have curly hair. Yeah, that's um, why all the mines are closed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There you go. The pass is in. So this is, this is the big one. 
So what what drink are you choosing? Oh, what do you think? What are my gins? Well, I have, I have an inkling. <laughs> oh, did you see that coming? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, before I do one? say that, have you have you all mm. have you three all tried them? Yes. yes. Yeah. So which, which was your favourite? I like the cream too. Cream too. Oh, yes, oh really? So well, I'm, I'm yeah. going to curveball then. Eighty days for me to go on the pub menu, please. That that is my second favourite. Yeah. Actually, I'll give mm. you that one. It's the first one I tried. It's the second favourite. And obviously, you see on the label of that, it's steampunk and balloon, which ilts back to Mr. Fogs and my love of all that kind of stuff. It's all very mm. intertwined. <laughs> mm. Do you like it? It's but yeah, eighty gin, days man. gin, please. With, yeah. Not with, with fever tree. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> we'll get you the finest thing co-op can offer, sir. I'd like Aldi 35p tonic, please. Just keep it It will be done. It will be done. That's it, yeah. Aldi, there's gin and Aldi 35p tonic. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so which was which was the first one, though? Which was the first one you produced? We produced all three at the same time. Okay. We went big. <laughs> well, what, yeah. when we first did it, we thought, basically, we've got three here. Chances are, in the market, it might end up as two. We just didn't know. So we created three very different ones. But as it yeah. turns out, there's people have their favourites and it's quite even across the three. So we are now a three-gen company moving forward. Loving it. Loving your work. Safe. Yeah. Now we are. In summation, we had the Norway Inn. We had Club 27. We had Fogs. Then we heard about how Gordon Ramsay, Dawn French and Rick Stein's lookalikes came in to try the gin. And behind the bar, we've gone for a Cornish pasty traditional steak and potato with an 80 days gin. Wash it yes. Down. Thank you very much for coming on, Chris. My Chris, before you start, would you like to promote your business, please? What I'd like to do is tell everyone, yeah, about my wonderful gins. Tea distilled gins from Cornwall. And they are Plouter Bottle as well, so potato-based traditional gin, copper stilled. Uh, we've got three different flavours. Your la- you lads, your favourite is the Cornish cream tea, which is basically, mm. as it sounds, awesome. captures that true Cornish legend with fresh Cornish strawberries in there. We've got 80 Days, which is so called because there's eight different teas from around the world in it as the base. Really, really nice gin. Good in the winter. It's got cinnamon and stuff in. But then in the summer, when the sunshine and the apple and pear really come out, it's a fantastic gin, my favourite. Um, and then we've got the Great Earl, which is our own blend of Earl Grey tea. And then we've distilled that into a gin, put lots and lots of bitter orange, bitter lemon, things like that in there, even some coriander. And come up with a really, really interesting gin, very citrus forward, and then it's got a really nice taste of the black tea. Mm. And yeah, we've we've got um, a special code as well, Podcrawl. And if you do go to our website, which is gnt.uk, you will get ten percent discount and a free gift. So that's yep. just special for your listeners. Yeah, you are the man. Yeah, and that's, man, do and it. That's... You are the man, or you'll set friends on. Yeah, there. drink gin or else. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you get a free one-pound bottle of mystery product with every purchase. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Cheers, Chris. Absolute pleasure. Thank you, gentlemen.